I've been walking for about 57 days and eight hours. I'm walking from Brooklyn, New York to Del Rio, Texas, where I'll then cross the Rio Grande into Mexico and then re-enter the United States as an illegal immigrant. That way I can get back on unemployment, get free housing, and so the government doesn't punish me for not being vaccinated. I've got about another 326 miles, and then I can get back to life as normal. Better start working on my accent. Wish me luck, amigo. (sighs) (laughs) Oh man, I just tried to find a silly video that I could throw at the beginning of each one of these news updates. And I just want to make you guys laugh. That's the goal here. Just make you guys laugh. Anyway, welcome to today's show. The FBI just won't leave James O'Keefe alone trying to sniff out this diary like Joe Biden sniffs young girls. And in a huge ruling in Texas, a federal court issued a victory against the Biden administration's COVID vaccine mandate. And speaking of vaccines, since they're trying to roll them out now for kids, Sesame Street has been activated to be the next big pharma shills. Yes, Sesame Street is nothing sacred anymore. I don't understand. A blue checkmark Twitter account for Big Bird even tweeted that the Sesame Street character got a vaccine yesterday. Why didn't Big Bird get a vaccine when the bird flu was a thing, man? Nothing makes sense in a clown world. It's not supposed to, folks. And that's why we're here doing this. We got a lot to talk about in today's episode. And I don't really have much housekeeping stuff to talk to you about before we get into today's news. So let's just roll right into it. And the first story that we have to go over is Project Veritas, uh, the home of James O'Keefe, was raided. So at the end of last week, you remember some Project Veritas journalists' homes were raided. Well, yesterday, the FBI and the DOJ moved up to James O'Keefe himself getting raided. And the reason he got raided from the FBI and the DOJ is because they are looking for this, quote, stolen diary. Uh, If it was even stolen, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I'm still not completely convinced that this diary is real. It might have been fake, you know. The original copy of the diary and the digital copy that ended up at the national file both originated from Project Veritas, but the tipsters who approached Veritas looking for a payday, uh, Project Veritas basically couldn't authenticate this diary, so that's why they took a pass on publishing it. And these raids from the FBI and DOJ just appear to be uh, chain of custody raids. Like, they're trying to figure out what the heck is going on with this diary, right? So, again, might be stolen, might be real, might be fake. Who friggin' knows? Don't know. But regardless, the FBI and the DOJ look like they're trying to make an example out of James O'Keefe and Project Veritas. And Lord knows they might be looking for other information and other evidence that they can use not associated with this to try to blackmail or throw Project Veritas under the bus or whatever the case, right? So there could be a variety of reasons as to what's going on here. But the definite enlightening thing is how the FBI treated the Hunter Biden laptop juxtaposed with how the FBI and the uh, DOJ are treating Ashley Biden's maybe real, maybe not real, maybe stolen, maybe not diary, right? They didn't give a shit about this Hunter Biden laptop. Here they are seeming to give a real shit about Ashley Biden's stolen diary. So we'll see what comes of this, uh, if anything more does. 
And uh, everybody go and support Project Veritas because they are solid. One of the few solid ones out there these days. Uh, that's for sure. And huge over the weekend, a federal court of appeals in Texas issued a temporary halt to the Biden vaccine mandate. And uh, just big, big win here. This was brought forth by the attorney general there in Texas. His name's Ken Paxton. So we'll see how they fight this one. No doubt the Biden administration already saying they're going to. And OSHA, man, OSHA is who they're trying to roll a lot of these mandates out through. You got to love it because OSHA was created to try to keep the workplace safe. Just basically prevent people from breaking their arm or hurting their back on the job or something like that. Now OSHA is being used as basically the brown shirts to make everybody comply and to make sure people are fired who don't have their masks on and their vaccine papers on the job. It's just crazy how these uh, organizations are being used. And what's even crazier is how people are okay with being the, basically the Agent Smiths, right? From the Matrix movie reference, Agent Smith. Whenever the Matrix was threatened, whenever Neo hopped on the scene and, and right, Agent Smith would pop out and try to keep the matrix in check, keep everything, everybody complying, right? It's kind of what a lot of people are doing for the government right now. They're being the Agent Smiths, trying to get people to comply and keep the matrix nice and safe and secure. It just blows my mind how people are okay. They say, oh, it's just the rules. I'm just doing my job. Well, no, you're being a, a brain dead idiot, you know, complying with these ridiculous rules that you shouldn't be complying with in the first place, right? That's the only way we're going to get over them is through mass non-compliance. So don't wear that mask, folks. Don't get that vax. Onward from this, let's discuss multiple bomb threats. This just today, uh, bomb threats at multiple U.S. universities, including Brown, Cornell, Columbia University, uh, and I think some evacuations are even taking place at a few of these campuses. So eyes on this one. Maybe it'll just get brushed under the rug and nothing will happen of it. And it was some hoax, a prank. Pretty interesting how this is happening at multiple campuses, though. Seems like a very elaborate prank for a prank if it was one. I would not doubt, it would not surprise me at all if this turned out to be a false flag setup and they tried to blame it on a pro-medical freedom, anti-vaxxer, anti-government, red hat wearing, QAnon supporter, something like that, right? Wouldn't surprise me at all, so... Eyes on this for that. Onward now, speaking of just bullshit propaganda they're trying to brainwash us with. This about Q, and they're not giving it up. Q hasn't even posted for nearly a year now. It's been 11 months, and they just are going almost harder than, than ever with their anti-Q propaganda. This one from CBS News made me laugh. Mother goes from QAnon believer to vaccine advocate. I'll take bullshit story for a thousand, Alex. I would bet my life savings that this did not happen. This did not happen. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Total setup. Oh my God. So there's that. And then we also got NBC. They've been going real hard uh, using this whole Dallas event, which is still going on. It's still going on. This congregation of 
people believing that JFK Jr. is going to resurrect and a bunch of gematria people. And you know, the the whole event that's been going on there in Dallas for the last week, that that negative 48 character uh, basically spearheaded. Oh, I got a lot to say on that. I'll, I'll save it. I won't get into it in this show here. But what's basically just kind of a shill show there in Dallas with a lot of you know people unfortunately caught up in it, but I think the organizers and maybe maybe some others behind the scenes could be handling this. Uh, but anyway, it's just giving the mainstream media a very easy time to clown on the whole movement, right? With just a bunch of absurd claims that have nothing to do with Q. Got nothing to do with Q. Yet, here, NBC is brainwashing people to think that all these JFK Jr. claims and a whole lot of other stuff are, are associated with the Q movement. And, you know, it's working because there are definitely people out there who think that these this just crazy bullshit stems from Q. It does not. It stems from the people trying to really take advantage of the Q movement and ride its coattails and just put a bunch of clickbait out there to get some play, get some clicks, get some audience and attention. And meanwhile, they're just doing it for money or validation or or reputation, fame, whatever. Uh, it's pretty, uh, <laughs> you know, it grinds my gears. And it's starting to piss off a lot of other people out there too, which is good. They're finally starting to see. I'm getting a lot of messages, emails every single day, more and more of them, of people saying, you know, Jordan, I used to think that you were just full of shit or you were just too angry about all this, but they're starting to see the big picture and how this is being used to facilitate division, to grift people for money, and to also really cause just a lot of problems, a lot of problems all across the board from, uh, you know, people's mental health to their financial health to, to the big picture and how this is being used to smear the whole movement and facilitate division with the whole population too. So yeah, people are starting to see it, which is good. I'm not looking like such a jackass anymore. <laughs> uh, so NBC is going hard against this silly event in Dallas. Uh, here, this news anchor is saying even, quote, Q is disavowing some of QAnon's fringe conspiracies. Well, it's not QAnon's fringe conspiracies. This is their bullshit straw man term that they have created, that they are using to falsely associate, you hear that? Falsely associate these sort of crazy ideas with Q, like, here this guy is with his storyboard here, JFK Jr., General Patton, just all sorts of crazy shit this guy's saying that, again, is is just, it's the straw man. It's the straw man that they're using. That's a logical fallacy. If you're not familiar with that particular logical fallacy, the straw man uh, narrative, research it. Research logical fallacies for one. Know your philosophy and how to... Uh, you know, properly use logic when analyzing information or deducing somebody's claims. Uh, and also the logical fallacy one, very, or excuse me, straw man fallacy, very helpful in seeing how they are bringing out their propaganda. So there's all that. Onward now into Newsmax. They, they're reporting on John Ratcliffe this morning. So John Ratcliffe was on Maria Bartiromo, which... If you don't watch Maria, Maria Bartiromo on Sundays, her Sunday morning future show on Fox, it's probably the one Fox show I would suggest. 
Maria Bartiromo and Tucker Carlson are like the only two people at Fox, I think, that are, you know, worth anything anymore. But her Sunday shows, Bartiromo's Sunday shows in particular, usually have some pretty solid guests on. I think today she had John Solomon on and John Ratcliffe on. And she often has like Cash Patel on there and a lot of other folks throwing out great information on Durham and a lot of other stuff. But anyway, John Ratcliffe, the former DNI, Department of National Intelligence head under Trump, the highest intel official in the country, he was on Bartiromo's show this morning, and he straight up said, uh, the truth will have to defend itself, and there's going to be a lot more indictments coming in Durham's investigation. A lot of indictments. Let's see, do I have the exact quote here? I don't think I do, but... um, yeah, it's definitely coming. So there's some stuff from John Ratcliffe saying that. I, I would imagine it's happening faster and faster. We're getting indictments from Durham almost like once a month at this point. I wouldn't doubt if there was not just one, but even two or three more by the time uh, 2022 ended or 2021 ended. And then come beginning of 2022, we might see some big fish, some real big fish start to go down in all this. So very good news there. Uh, just a matter of time, folks. Nothing can stop what is coming, right? How many times were we told that? We just had to be a little patient, maybe a little more patient than some of us thought, but now it's starting to pay off. It's definitely starting to pay off, and we're seeing the fruits of our patience and the labor that we've done for years, tracking this, reporting on it, waiting for it to happen, finally is. So there's that. Uh, Speaking of Newsmax, let's move on to this report that broke on Friday from Mediaite, which, mind you, Mediaite is pretty propagandist. They're a typical propagandist sort of mainstream rag, mainstream newspaper that you wipe your ass with. They had an exclusive on Newsmax claiming Newsmax is telling its staff it will have to implement a vaccine mandate. And they're claiming they obtained an email from Newsmax, Mediaite. They claimed they got an email from Newsmax citing the OSHA mandate and saying that they're going to issue this mandate. Meanwhile, just today, this morning actually, Newsmax, one of their anchors, straight up said he opposes the mandate. He's not going to get mandated. And then he, I think he read a statement from Newsmax itself on air saying Newsmax uh, is not going to comply with this vaccine mandate and that that was basically false reporting that Mediaite was putting out there. Granted, uh, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if Newsmax did try to force their employees to get vaccinated. They kind of seem like one of those outlets that would be sort of, you know, posers like that. But I would also imagine that because of the, if, if this email was true, let me say, if this email was true and at one point Newsmax did want to mandatorily vaccinate their staff, I would imagine because of the backlash that Newsmax got, that might be likely why they went and put out this particular statement. Or these emails were fabricated from the get-go. That also wouldn't shock me. And Newsmax went and, you know, said it was fake. Anyway, just remember... Newsmax donated a million dollars to the Clinton Foundation back in 2016, so 
It might be, they might be a wolf in sheep's clothing type of organization, maybe, but sometimes they do have pretty, you know, better reporting than your standard mainstream media. So, you know, you, you get what you can take, when you, at least these days. Uh, next up on the topic of vaccines still, let's talk about Newsom, California governor out of public sight since vaccine booster shot 11 days ago. He has not been seen for 11 days since he got his vaccine booster shot on October 27th. So who knows? Maybe he's not feeling so hot. And it looks like he even canceled plans. I didn't know this, just reading it here. He canceled plans to attend the United Nations Climate Summit in Scotland to deal with, quote, unspecific family obligations might have just been a convenient excuse for him not going because he felt sick. So there's that. Plus, we also have Jen Psaki. She also hasn't been seen in public for 11 days since revealing that she got supposedly COVID despite being, quote, fully vaccinated. So multiple people not being seen in public for quite a while. Hmm. Newsome, Saki interesting we'll see eyes on that uh next up we've got well another democratic governor but this one interestingly enough turning on joe biden in this mandate saying it's not a correct or effective solution this is the kansas governor of all places that has a democrat for governor we're talking kansas here (laughs) sorry kansas sorry you got to deal with that but uh, maybe you got some vote fraud in your state you got to deal with. But this Democrat governor, not for Biden's mandate. That's pretty uh, pretty intriguing there, you know? They're starting to turn on each other, point the finger at each other, jump off each other's ship. It's good news. And we're about two-thirds of the way through with this, uh, with the articles I have for you with this show here. Let's move on now to Sesame Street. Frickin' Sesame Street. The Muppets are getting vaccinated. The Muppets. They're vaccinating frickin' dolls on air. Talk about some sick shit to pander to the, uh, you know, 5 to 11 age range since this is what's getting vaccinated now. And on CNN, they even rolled out frickin' Big Bird. Look at this crap. They rolled out Big Bird with Sanjay Gupta to get vaccinated on air and talk to... I, you know, I don't know what sort of five-year-olds watch CNN, but, you know, the the IQ level of most adults that watch CNN is like a five-year-old. So maybe that's who they were appealing to. All the, all the adults that are basically, you know, grown children watching, uh, watching primetime news. But yes, rolling out Big Bird. Can't, can't even. You can't even. And here's that tweet from the blue check mark Big Bird account. Can you believe this? I got the COVID-19 vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. Well, you better not be flying around, Big Bird, because all that all that strenuous exercise on your heart might give you a freaking heart attack. Freaking dumbass bird. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and look at these tweets. That's one thing I don't miss about being on Twitter. Is all of the freaking AI, all the AI spam comments that are clearly sock puppet accounts. And ha, what's the treatment for myocarditis and birds? Huh, 
M is for myocarditis. Wow. That's what they would do if they really wanted to educate kids about truthful subjects, but you're you're a bird. You're a Sesame Street. <laughs> okay. Couple of individuals who passed away this weekend, and I really wonder if it's related to vaccines. So we had the UB40 founding member, Astro, died. They're saying following a short illness. Now, earlier this year, uh, I couldn't find if Terrence Wilson here was vaccinated, but I did find that one of the UB40 band members, it was not Terrence Wilson here, or excuse me, it was not Astro, uh, but it was another band member. He actually quit UB40 because of their vaccine policy. So that suggests that Astro, since he's still in the band, had to abide by a vaccine rule, was probably fully vaccinated. So it's just something to note, right? And then we also have this individual, Sean Roden, dead at 46, Mr. Olympia, passed away uh, as pro bodybuilder is mourned by loved ones. So he's aged 46. He suffered a fatal heart attack. That's why he passed away. Now, this guy was likely injecting a lot of stuff into his body, i.e. steroids. So that that does stress organs, definitely the heart. He's exercising for probably hours every day, stressing his heart out. And I don't know. I don't know if he was vaccinated or not. I could not find anything on that. Didn't see anything on that. But, you know, there are good chances that he may very well have been. Uh, I don't know if it's a stipulation that he has to be vaccinated to compete in pro bodybuilding. It's very possible. So, yeah, it's very, very unfortunate. I mean, just how many how many of these, these examples are we getting of sports athletes just collapsing on the field, getting heart problems, having heart attacks, getting myocarditis. And it's the sports. It's really the sports with the most cardio, the most cardiovascular component with them, like swimmers and soccer players. Their heart is, you know, <laughs> getting stressed more than other sports typically with these more cardio-specific sports. So they're the ones that are just collapsing on the field and getting problems. Some of them can't even do their sport anymore because now they have heart issues. And we even have instances of people getting heart attacks and dying. So I don't know. What's it going to take? What's it going to take for people to realize what's going on? So we got all that. And then the very last subject to discuss here is this incident at the Travis Scott concert. Very strange. Very, very strange. I haven't really followed this too closely and seen all the little details about it, but the details I have seen are nothing's making sense with this. They're saying eight are dead after the crowd went crazy, stampedes started going on, and we also have claims that somebody was in the crowd injecting people with some sort of drug. And the even the Houston police chief said that a security guard claimed he was pricked in the neck and injected before passing out. So that might have happened. Granted, I could also see that whole somebody running around injecting people story as being a cover narrative 
to maybe cover up something else that was going on there because I don't know, it sounds maybe somebody is crazy enough to do that, but it also sounds maybe like a stretch that somebody would be running around injecting drugs into people. I, you know, I don't know about that, but very possible, very unusual if true. Travis Scott himself as an artist has also been convicted twice already for encouraging fans to rush the stage. A man was paralyzed at a New York City concert in 2017. Uh, and in a 2015 show, he also told the crowd he wants chaos and all sort of stuff. So Travis Scott just looks like a dipshit puppet. He also just looks really, like uh, like I said, a total puppet. Total industry, even Illuminati puppet. He's got one-eye symbolism all over the place in his photo shoots. This event itself as well looked incredibly... Well, a lot of Travis Scott's recent artwork for his music and his albums just looks incredibly straight demonic. Looks, It looks demonic. And this event itself, the whole stage looked like an upside-down cross. He had kind of one-eye pyramid symbology around this event. Just looked really freaking weird. Uh, what other... Yeah, what other details do we have from this? Uh, there were even fans begging the stage crew to stop the show and yelling people are dead people are uh dying it's is just a really weird event there's some videos out there of people trying to get the camera crew and the cameramen to do something here's one i watched earlier the camera crew like didn't dismiss the concerns didn't do anything about it it was some really sick stuff uh, people are all over. I've seen a couple tweets from Travis Scott. People are all over his social media account just calling him out and really questioning what the heck his deal is. It's odd, man. It's real odd. Um, so who knows? Who knows with this? And who knows if we'll ever figure out what the heck was really going on there. But hey, I'm all for these industry puppets getting getting exposed and getting questioned. I'm kind of, uh, I don't care about the whole Hollywood scene at all so that's that guys i think that's that for this one uh much appreciated for you watching i'm gonna try to get one of these in on the weekends maybe take like one day off during the week but i've been trying i've been pretty good at getting uh one show in a day but that's it for this one the sunday one i will see you guys during the week i'm gonna have a few podcasts coming out this week uh, i'm gonna get started on that conspiracy analytica podcast and also start doing videos and podcasts for my conscious strength brand too so i'll probably have one episode for each of those brands coming out this week and then a whole bunch of videos coming out on my main channels here on bit shoot and rumble my my jordan sather personal channels and then uh, i think that's it might also get that Substack article done too and uh we'll see what else so let's see what this week brings guys i think it's gonna be a i think it's gonna be a good one seems to get better and better as time goes on 2021 let's end it with a bang see you next time guys thanks for watching